What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of The Other Side of the Firewall, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who've made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Tynes. What's up? What's up? And LaVon Maynard. Hey, welcome to the show. What is going on? So welcome to another great episode of the show. I think this is 103. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> please, please listen to 101, where we talk about uh, the Russian version of Google um, receiving a denial of service or distributed denial of service attack. Uh, Tuesday, we talk about the uh, the UN losing some uh, credentials and and kind of how that happens and what what uh what problems that will cause. Uh, today, we're talking about cybersecurity tips for when you travel. Because I just came from. Uh, little bit of traveling we know things are starting to open up so we just want to reiterate the people to be safe out there with your devices uh especially your phones but you know laptops all that other good stuff as well um so with that being said i'd like to jump right into it uh and uh, usually I, I give it to you guys first but i tell a little story first uh don't plug your phone into rental cars. All right. So I don't know if they still do it. But <laughs> back in 26, 2017, it was all arranged to collect your data and then sell it. Uh, that's what rental car companies did on the side. Like it was in the user agreement. It's their car. It's not your car. You plug it into USB. They pull your contacts. They pull your, uh, your text messages. And most importantly, they pull your GPS data to see where, you, where you've gone, both before you got in the rental car living your everyday life and then while you're using the rental car and they sell that as well don't know they still do it i have not found an article saying that they are not allowed to do that any longer so they probably still are doing that don't do it so <laughs> i had a coworker. we hop in the car the first thing he did was plug in his uh his, his phone we i'm sitting there listening to the new drake and then and we're overseas so i'm like i know they got the whole drake album on the radio no it's because he plugged his phone in so <laughs> And then I was like, hey, you shouldn't do that. And he's just like, not caring. Like, they can have my contacts. I don't care. But like, hey, that's a lot of important data that you're sharing with them. Uh, and you know, not to mention, like, what if somebody did something nefarious to this car and they're able to, to pass something malicious to you? Um, needless to say, yeah. we still listen to the album. <laughs> that's right. You're still bobbing but, your head and tapping your toes. It's not, it's not my phone. So <laughs> you do what you do. But it was demonstrated when he plugged into the next time, like literally when you plug it in, it says it like pops up and says contacts and it starts to pull his contacts. Like it's pulling data from. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the same thing about uh, I think they say the same thing about the like in the airports, they have the like the data chargers and things like that. Uh, like, you know, uh, you know, charging devices, whatever, charging outlets or whatever for your phone. Yeah. They have like the, just a USB plug. They just have like USB plug in the wall, not like a, like an outlet, but um, so you can plug in your phone and, and, you know, potentially just like you described with the, the car rentals, you can potentially pull some data from your phone. Um, yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing yeah. Is, I never, so I, yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. Instinctually, I'd never plug my USB directly into the USB port. Mm -hmm. I always find my power adapter and I plug it in through power yeah. every time. Yeah, because mm -hmm. they could be pulling data um, yeah. if, they, if they if they so chose to uh, right. to do so. I don't know if they do that or not, but yeah, yeah. Why, it's, why not? It's probably low risk, but <laughs> I'm sure it, it can happen. And same thing like in your hotels. Yeah. I've seen that in the hotels. They have like a, sometimes on like the lamps or whatever. They might just have like a uh, like a little USB uh, plug. You can mm -hmm. plug your device in versus like an outlet. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things you got to just 
keep in mind of, I mean, I'm sure it's not like, you know, every uh, plug you plug into is going to be uh, compromised, but uh, I'd rather be safe than sorry. But if you think that way, you will be yeah. safe. Right. So if it's not, right. if you didn't install it, if it's not in your house, <laughs> it's nefarious. Right. All right. Yeah. Especially if you have like a device that's like, uh, I don't know, uh, like not only your personal device, but also like maybe a work phone that has some like government, you know, uh, company information on it. it could be even more uh, sensitive in nature. It could potentially be uh, uh, a risk for having uh, data data removed from it. But yeah. yeah. What, what about you, Shannon? You got any, any uh, tips? So, so yeah. So like I, I, I end up not plugging my stuff up into those for a different, more selfish reason. <laughs> the look, the last several years, my phones have, uh, are, are fast charging phones. So I mm, need to right. adapter anyway. Right. Like right. Oh, it's right. too I'm slow. Like, What's that's for the people. regular, that's yeah. the peasants, right? The like peasants. The regular speed charger. <laughs> Take this away. You Take know this away. Saying? Be gone. But no, so like, I mean, uh, like whenever you're traveling and stuff, you know, they, they talk about how you should always lock your phone. I am shocked by how often I see people that don't have like a combo or like, a, you know, there's all ty- different types of ways. You got your face ID, your pin codes, you got the... Uh, you know, the designs you can yeah. do. Whatever. I'm yeah. shocked when I'm out and about by how many people don't have that. And it's just a, a regular swipe up, you know what I mean? Right. Or whatever right. it would be. To just so is that, getting, is that getting worse though, you think? Because of the uh, wearing masks? Because now like if, with the face but even stuff. If you wear, but even if you wear a mask, like you should still have your pin set up. So like when I have my mask on, like my face ID mm-hmm. won't work, you know what I mean? Right. But I still have to do my pin. Like I have an Right, but, but I'm saying like, maybe that's what, that's making them lazy. They're like, well, my face oh, is not like my phone, you know, so now I'm like, no lock. That could yeah. be you, you might have a point there, you might have a point there, but that still doesn't it doesn't make sense to just say, ah, I'm gonna turn it off, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're like, ah, yeah, these phones nowadays have so many other options, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know, it's just one of those things where I, I don't I don't get why people are still so so comfort, they're, they're so complacent, is what I should say, they're so complacent mm-hmm. in security when, when the with the devices right. we have, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm one of those people. I, I was telling you guys before we even started the show, like, uh, um, like I turn off my Bluetooth, you know what I mean? Um, even when I'm at work, like I'll have it on for when I'm in the car or something. And even then that's not the safest, right? Like somebody could pull up next to me and, you know, Bluetooth range is what, 33 feet or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they could, they could blue jack me from the next car over in the, in the <laughs> lane. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's, it's, it's something I think about and I've thought about for years, but I think it's just from, you know, reading different articles and, and being in IT and doing cyber is just like, ah, you know, there's things you, you, you read, you're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go with that public Wi-Fi. I never connect to it. You know what I mean? Um, it's just, I don't know. It's just things that they, they become second nature to you when you do them all the right. time. You know what I mean? So uh, using a yeah. VPN, like even on my phone, like I have a VPN I use on my phone. Yeah, I was gonna say I live I live a little dangerous. So I I have the VPN and I do connect through like if I have to, um, I'll connect through public Wi-Fi. But yeah. I feel a little bit safer because I have the, the VPN, right? They should only be getting junk. Right. Unless they in, unless they're really good and they really want my data. But chances are that they're going for the easy kill. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're not gonna put a lot of time hope. into it, right? They're yeah. not gonna put a lot of time into it. And if you're in a public place, more than likely you're going to keep it moving before too long anyway. And by the time they can actually get into your stuff, you're not there anymore anyway. Right. Right. It's like, most, it's, it's, like, it's, it's, like, 
<laughs> yeah, it's like most deaf said, by the time that you get where I'm standing, I'll be gone. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, I, I, I there, there's there's several different things people could do. The public Wi-Fi thing, turn off your Bluetooth, lock in your phone. Um, it, it, there's several things that they could do that, that are just, you know. Yeah. Just, just being just being careful what Wi-Fi you, you connect to. So, like, if, if you're in a hotel, like, look for that hotel's Wi-Fi uh, as opposed to just any unlocked Wi-Fi because you don't know who that is. Um, mm-hmm. Right. I, I always... It always uh, kills me when I go to an airport and I see several different of that airport's names spelled different ways. I'm just like, oh man, <laughs> right? Like somebody, somebody's trying to get somebody. So you you hope to get the splash page, <laughs> and then from the splash page, you hope that uh, if it's robust enough, it makes you feel a little bit more comfortable. Like a, a lot of the ones right. over here in the um, the the Middle East, your European area, they send you an SMS when you when you go to connect. It's like mm-hmm. another verification that hey, we're we're legit. Who's to say it's not still uh you know a really creative bad actor sending me SMS? But you would hope they don't have that type of time. Like <laughs> they're trying to get the easy kills, like like just the, right. the airport Wi-Fi spelled just slightly different. So that way somebody connects to this unsecured network. Yeah. Um, so there, yeah. there's there's a, a lot, like you said, there's a lot of things that you should be cognizant of. Um you don't know if every tower is a safe tower. So like when I was going to the Bahamas before the pandemic, I was told you got to be careful uh, because there are people setting up uh, fake cell towers uh, nearby the uh, the airport. So when you would land, you would ping the, the tower, but it wasn't necessarily the uh, T-Mobile tower or the AT&T tower. It may have been somebody's local that was acting as a, uh, a go-between to pull data from you. So... Mm. And then at, at the same time, like when you hit that tower, sometimes you pull data. So you could pull something malicious. So I don't know if that's still prevalent, but at least at the time, that was the, the briefing that gave us like, hey, don't cut, don't cut your phone on immediately when you get off the plane. Like wait a little bit till you get a little bit more inland because you had these nefarious cell towers out there uh, trying, to, trying to get you. Yeah, I was, just, I was just trying to think as you were saying that. I was like, the only thing you'd be able to do for that is just keep it off. Like I can't think yeah. of a workaround to that. Just, yeah, put an airplane there. There really isn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There really, yeah, there really isn't. So you're just not in range of it. And the, those were closer, so they were stronger. But then they were, you know, I mean, as you got in inland, then it was typically a, a real tower. So uh, just weird stuff like that. Like you just have to be careful. I don't know if there's a is there a site established that kind of gives you areas. Like I know in the military we have like you get a brief before you go somewhere. Like don't do this, don't do that. Be careful of this. I don't carry as much cash on you, yada, yada, yada. Um, I don't know if that, they have that in the public. Uh, State Department, I think. I think the State Department provides that for us. Like if you want okay. to travel to different countries or whatnot. Um, they, also have, they also have a site. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but I was reading this with, with all the stuff that was going on in Afghanistan. Um, like you can register when you travel. So like if you're an American citizen, you just register on this site and say, hey, I'm traveling to this location this is how you can contact me and when you get to those locations like report to an embassy or somewhere that's american affiliated uh, so they can keep track and the reason this came up is that apex it's not apex no 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 it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a you're thinking of the government one uh pass is what you're thinking of i think right oh okay gotcha yeah Yeah, i think so yeah yeah. personnel accountability something something system i think um but no this was the state department it was the website is a state.gov site um but yeah it was talked about because of what was going on in afghanistan and people possibly getting left they were like hey this is this is 
what you can do. You can register here, get your information because they weren't able to contact mm -hmm. anybody either. You know what I mean? People that maybe they had their information from, you know, they'd been in a country six months earlier and then they couldn't right. find and they weren't updating um, the site. But yeah, the State Department does offer something like that. And I, I, I don't know if it necessarily gives briefings. So I'd have to, I didn't even go to the site after I read the article. I told myself I wanted to. I was like, well, let me just see what's on there. But then I was like, ah. Nah, sorry. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going out. Of, I'm not going out of country. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I had to do something similar when I, I took a trip to, uh, actually I was in Guatemala for a little bit, just like a, a trip. And I had to do the same thing, kind of register where I was going to be. And, uh, especially, uh, at the time I was working for the government and, uh, as a contractor and, uh, you know, I had to register in the system, make sure they knew that I was going to be out there and, uh, uh, you know, who, who was going to be in contact with and like uh, emergency contacts and all that kind of stuff. And then also make sure, like, I think they, I'm trying to remember, I don't remember all the details as a while back, but I think they wanted to check like uh, maybe like vaccination record of some sort or some sort of like, uh, uh, you know, just let you know about, yeah, yeah. So just to know like your, your physical well being. And then, um, then I do remember that like, I, I signed up for some system that would notify me if there was some like, uh, like some sort of emergency in that part of the part of the world, which is some mm -hmm. sort of like, right. you know, if there's going to be like, you know, uh, known crime, known drugs or whatever, or some like, uh, you know, rioting or violence or like whatever kind of situation was going on at the time in that, that part of the world that they would just like send you an email or note, like some sort of notification on your phone or something that you're going to, uh, you know, be on the lookout for this or, you know, be aware of this. And I actually still get some of those messages now, uh, even being back home, but, uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. I'm sure, that, like you guys mentioned, kind of same thing happens in like Afghanistan. I'm sure some some of the people that some of the U.S. Uh, uh, citizens that are in Afghanistan, I'm sure they're like all like uh, in some sort of database somewhere. Like if, if they if they follow the procedure, I'm sure they're in some sort of database to uh, kind of let everybody know that they were there for X amount of time or that they're back home. So uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty pretty important thing. Yeah. Yeah, and especially if you're so another another tip when you're taking trips like so I didn't post anything while I was gone. Uh, yeah, uh, it's not just paranoia. It's like literally you're informing the, the world <laughs> like I'm not home. Please break into my home. Right. Uh, so I, I typically don't post I'm leaving. I, I post when I return. Like, oh, I right. just came back from such such. You know, what I mean, here's some pictures if I have to yeah. share. Like, you don't have to share. But if you, you know, what I mean, like the majority of my um let's say just the majority, all of them, I only have like a hundred or maybe a hundred and like two or three uh, people uh, on my Facebook. Like they're all family or a really close friend. So if I do share something, it's like, I, I just got back. Here's some pictures from, you know, the nice hotel. You know, I got to see the water, yada, yada, yada. But I never advertise before I leave. At least I try not to. And then I, I definitely um, uh, don't share locations. Like if I can turn off geotagging and things of that nature, I turn it off too. Sometimes I forget like I had a, a new phone. So now I noticed I did not turn it off. So it's like, oh, you're in. And it's like a word I can't produce, pronounce. <laughs> and I was like, damn, I forgot to cut it off. But typically, you know, cut off geotagging um, and don't don't share your location more more than you need to with people you don't know. Because um, that's also a danger. Most, most of the danger comes from your phone, <laughs> to be honest with you. Right. Like that, that device has so much information on it. Uh, and it's going to even have even more because you, did you guys see that Apple is going to start allowing state licenses to be um, uh, digital? So that's going to be a thing. I saw that, yeah. Uh, which I like, but that's just more stuff to get stolen, right? Like, um, but with that being said, 
yeah, like be careful with your phone because that that thing uh, will get you in trouble. And like Shannon said, make sure it's locked up. So in case somebody steals it from you, you know what I mean? Now it's unlocked. They're calling your family members. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. They're like, they're like, I got I got so-and-so. Give me $50. <laughs> <laughs> right. we, we've seen unhinged, right? We know how that can go. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we, you know, when that smoke. Um, but then uh, all with that being said, like your laptop is also very, uh, you know, valuable and precious and what have you. But typically I keep that in the room and I keep it locked so that way they can't, you know, uh, get access to it. Uh, and I always cut off auto connection. I never I never have that on. I want I want you to ask me if I want to connect to the network. Um, so it's, it's like it's not as as terrible as multi-factor <laughs> that I'm always beating up. <laughs> Uh, cause it's, I'm there at the time, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you want to get this network? Cause as you, as you're traveling through towns and cities and stuff like that, it'll keep asking you, like, you want to connect to this network? That's kind of annoying. Like, no, mm-hmm. I don't want to connect to any of these networks, but it's better right. than it's just like, oh, we're connected. Right. <laughs> right. Now, now you got a whole nother problem. Cause you don't know who, who's behind that network. Like what, a, what nefarious activities are happening back there. Mm-hmm. So that's always something to be uh, leery of. And then I was, uh, the last, I'll stop talking, but the last, last thing I have is airdrop so i forget what the android equivalent is but cut that off so especially if uh you don't like strangers sending you uh uh nude pics and 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 other other (laughs) terrible things that should be cut off in your daily life like you should only use airdrop or other other uh nfc type applications when you are ready to use them with people you know because uh, you will get some weird, some weird connected stuff will come to you uh, from random strangers because the world is crazy out there. Right. So if you don't want to see pictures, somebody's private cut off airdrop <laughs> and is equivalent because uh, someone will send you something that you, you don't necessarily want. Right. So. Right. And I, I, I'm in the, I'm in the Android world. I don't even know what the airdrop is. I, I'm already secure. I don't have to worry about a, a guy sending. You got something, me. something similar. Like, <laughs> is this NFC sharing? Like you want to send, send a picture, or whatever. Like you know, oh, Apple okay. has to have everything. I think it's just called NFC on there. I think you just turn on. Is NFC. it called NFC? I, I think I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember. And I think it was just turn on NFC, and it would get close to it, and that was it. Yeah, because yeah, I remember touching phones and all that stuff back in the day, touching note note threes. Right. Right. But yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking uh, about. Yeah. Yeah, you just gotta be like always be restrictive, but be even more restrictive when you travel, um, just to keep yourself safe. Like like you do rely heavily on your phone when you travel, like uh whether it be because your uh your not your passport, but um your um boarding passes and uh, things of that nature. Like there's a lot of information that you have to keep track of as you traverse airports, especially when you're overseas, just because everything's not in English. Um, so you have to make sure you hold on to that thing and make sure that thing is secure because it, it's your lifeline when you get in, in between airports and hotels. Mm-hmm. So I, I get it. You have to have it. You have to use it because um, you, you might even just need translator. You know what I mean? Just because so, you have to ask a question like, okay, my, my gate changed. Where am I going? Um, but it can be used against you is, is what we're trying to get at. So definitely make sure you keep your stuff uh, wrapped up. Yeah, that's so. the truth. Yeah. And I'm, I'm right there with you. I think, um, uh, you know, I follow the same practice. I don't, I don't, I don't many only connect to the Wi-Fi if I really need to, like I'll connect to the Wi-Fi in my, my hotel, but also use like Shannon was saying, they have a VPN 
that I'm subscribed to that I use all the time uh, when I'm connected yeah. to the Wi-Fi. If I might, especially I don't, and especially I don't, I don't do anything like sensitive. I'm like I don't. When I'm on a hotel Wi-Fi, even if I'm like VPN and in VPN, uh, I don't. You know, I'm not really going into my bank account or some other like. Uh, comp, you know, if something got compromised with like if somebody captured the data between my like the traffic in between my my conversation there would be like cost, costly to me or like, but. Nonetheless, it's like uh, I try to avoid the Wi-Fi's if I can, but I know that I, I, I do typically when I go to like a hotel, especially like, yeah, a hotel and I, I bring like my laptop in particular, I may, uh, I may connect to that Wi-Fi and, uh, you know, set up my VPN, make sure that's standing up and it's nothing like nobody snooping, snooping a wire because, you know, some of these hotels may or may not have like quality, um, you know, good security in their, in their, their uh access points and all that kind of stuff people are going to be doing whatever they want uh, especially some of the employees maybe uh malicious or something try to get some data maybe they're trying to get a i don't know trying to get some money out of people or whatever trying to just hack and just have some fun with it because they know everybody's connected to it but yeah it's got to be safe and uh i normally my bluetooth i know bluetooth is kind of like a kind of sketchy as it is there's a lot of vulnerabilities in bluetooth um uh, I'll keep my Bluetooth on for the most part when I'm like have some Wi-Fi. Like if I have my, I'm sorry, not Wi-Fi. If I have like my headphones connected to my uh, my phone or something like that, if I'm listening to some music, uh, maybe have it connected or turned on. But uh, after that, I just turn it off. I don't normally have my Bluetooth, and I'm kind of like uh, uh, I don't. I try to save a little bit of battery I have on my phone, so I try to turn off everything that doesn't right. need to be on while I'm traveling anyway. Uh, and uh, I always have like a battery pack with me. I'm kind of surprised, uh, you know. I see people kind of tethered to the wall with their with their uh, power adapters. I know like Shannon likes to have that 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 fast charge, but I can I can't can't blame him for. But I also have like I carry like a supportable battery pack. Um, so if my phone goes goes you know, it gets low, I just plug it right to the battery pack and keep it close to me, so I don't have to worry about like finding a wall somewhere. Um, it's pretty convenient, especially if you're on the plane and doesn't have like outlets on the plane. Just plug your phone into your little battery pack and uh, be good to go. So I uh, try to avoid any kind of like commonplace like charging locations or anything like that and plus like i said maybe you know i don't know maybe that makes you susceptible to like uh i don't know i'm, I'm throwing this out there but maybe somebody could be like you know screen watching and see what you're doing on your phone or something or your laptop if you're trying to plug up to the wall um somebody's sitting there next to you trying to plug up and you know get some charge in their device and it's watching what you're doing on your stuff or like i don't know try to do some like social engineering and say hey what you know hey we're on the same plug here what's going on how you doing today <laughs> what you do for a living oh okay okay uh what's your password for the <laughs> it goes from that it goes from hey what you do for a living and what's your password <laughs> then you push back on them be like oh man i thought we was plugged buddy. <laughs> that's right i thought we were plugged buddy. <laughs> what's going on <laughs> yeah but yeah you just got to be safe out there when you're traveling you never know but um, uh, yeah, that's my that's my life of travel. I think that's some of the main things. I'm, it's, it's like uh, and you keep everything updated, and you have your antivirus, especially if you have laptops. Make sure that you can stay up to date. If you have like uh, little tablets, also keep track of those. I turn those off if I'm not using them. Uh, don't keep them on and keep them like connected to Wi-Fi or Bluetooth because uh, those can be hacked just as easily. And then you may have some sensitive stuff on there. You may have your Amazon account, have your have your uh, you know. Yeah, have your all your Amazon account information and they'd be able to buy stuff or you know whatever they can do to get stuff uh, extracted from the device. But um, yeah, it's got to be safe. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, with that being said, though, just be as cautious as you normally be times 10. <laughs> right, <laughs> be, right. Be paranoid. Like, okay, what is <laughs> if, if you if you travel paranoid, you'll be a lot safer. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, right. Uh, that that will like, you will have just as much fun, but you will be safe when you uh, when you're out and about. So uh, definitely keep tuned in throughout the week. Uh, like I said, uh, we have a very diverse week this week. So uh, the other two episodes were were totally different than uh, than this current one. Uh, tune in Friday where we talk about everything but cybersecurity. Uh, so that's always a really good talk. Uh, and then just keep hitting us up. Like I said, we're like on episode 103. We're just keeping it going. I have not hit a year yet. Uh, our year is in November. I can't remember the dates, but I will in the future. Um, so we get we have a lot of content uh, for you to, to dive into with that 103 episodes, right? So you definitely dig through it. Uh, some of it's timely um, because it happened uh, around like the colonial pipeline or it happened around uh what was the big ransomware that uh before colonial it was um jbs and then before jbs it was oh man i'm forgetting but it was like i don't think of who it was too yeah oh man but then you also had the supply chain attack we we're around for that we we're around for when fire high got got uh owned and had to call the fbi and fbi calls fire high <laughs> that's when you know you that's when you know you should you're like i gotta call somebody <laughs> i right. need help but uh we we've we've caught a lot this uh this this past year uh so definitely some good timestamps for you to dig through um so definitely hit up the uh the website www.theothersideofthefirewall.com you get to all our social medias and then you can hit me up personally i'm at ryry security guy that's ryry security guy i am on clubhouse linkedin twitter and tiktok and you, Levon? Yes, sir. You can hit me up on the Twitters at Levon Maynard. There it is. Stay safe. Stay secure. Take care.